Catherine has gone MIA again, and we are headed to a girls' trip. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to you AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, hey, got a girls' trip. Got a girls trip. Uh, 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 you gotta leave. Uh, you gotta uh, leave. Uh, uh, what's up, everybody? <laughs> hey, AfterBuzzers. Welcome. Southern Charm After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. We are super thrilled to be here with you all today chatting about our favorite show. Uh, before we get started, I'd love to introduce my lovely co-host, starting with Matt. Oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm throwing my sweater because it's hot in here because we've got tea on the After Buzz News today. I'm Matt Moore. I'm excited to be here. And I'm Krista McLaughlin. Thank you so much for joining us again. Susan Pinkney, very happy to be here. Yes. Um, Before we get started, we do have a news section. We have very juicy news to share with you that Matt will be sharing later Mm -hmm. on. We also have our not-so-charming segment, and we have Crystal uh, sharing that with us later today. And Susie will be taking over another special segment that we have. Um, All right, so let's get started, you guys. Overall thoughts on tonight's episode. What did did you think, Susie? Because I saw you laughing a lot. I was having a good time. I felt like I was on vacation with them. Loved it. <laughs> That's what I felt like when I was watching you watch it. Yeah, you put your boots on. You're yes. like, I'm ready. Yeah, one of those kind of damp, you know, not warm days, and you're just kind of there with your girls, and yes. it's not turning out exactly the way you want it right. to, but you're mm-hmm. finding those moments to have fun. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Crystal? What did you think? Overall, I thought it was a good episode. It totally reminded me of, like, when I go on a girl's trip with my girlfriends, like you said. (laughs) You know, there's always going to be some kind of drama. It, like, starts to build up. We'll get into that later. But, yeah, it was like, ooh, this is good. Finally, at the end, it was, like, getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh! No, I... I, I liked it. I thought it was a great... I didn't think it was, like, ooh, wow, wow, shocking episode. It wasn't, like, drama-filled, because... The undercurrent is they all love each other yeah. that were on this trip. So it wasn't like mm. Trashy showed up at the end. It was like, hey! <laughs> so, but I still liked it. But we do know that Trashly does end up showing up at she a does. trip, right? But <laughs> it's not a girl's trip for no. sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the fact that wine was involved yes. and then, you know, Cameron with her rose. model, her rose, rose girl. Her Get it rose. together. Oh rose. So yeah. You know. You live in LA, you know all about rose. I know, but I, that, I mispronounce <laughs> stuff too, so I can't fault you, Cameron. Same. Same. Guilty. Same. Guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charge. Thank you. Um, we also have our live chat up, so if you guys want to chime in and join the conversation. Let us know your thoughts as we're chatting about tonight's episode. So we started off a little bit talking about Austin and his still relationship with Madison, and then we find out some secrets later on about what's shared. So let's start off and and talk about this whole situation that Craig says Madison is a man-eater. Do we we agree that Madison is a a man-eater? Do we even have... Do we even have enough information to claim that she's a man-eater? I mean, I think the more pertinent information is that Fred, that Craig watches Frozen to be happy. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Let I just, it go. I know, oh, God. Let it I still, go. I'm just like, is Craig coming out this season? I don't know what's happening. There's a blue nail. I don't know. Um, no, but I, I, I don't. I don't know if we know yet that she's a man eater. I, I don't know if she's. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe she definitely likes the men. Mm. 
Well, you know, here's the thing. We're basing this off of, like, one interaction with one person on the mm. show who cheated on her with not just one woman, but two. So, really, is she a man-eater or is she getting revenge? Right? Mm. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I like Craig and Austin's relationships. Like, I know they were discussing Madison and... Um, that time they had together, though, like when they were hungover, and he brought him he brought him a burrito, and then yeah. he had a beer, hair of the dog. Um, yes. so oh. I just loved how they were able to kind of just throw themselves, almost meld into the cushions of the chairs, yeah. and like just have a conversation. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really sweet for both of them. I think what I I think what Craig wants is just to have that buddy that he can relate yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Knowing how he went through that whole breakup with Naomi. Vincent Shep is always putting him down. He just wants somebody to love him. He just wants to be loved and watch someone to watch Frozen together, you know, and drink beer and and eat Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Burritos. I don't think he's asking for too much, you know? I, I think I we just want them to Where's your pillows at? Show me <laughs> yeah. a couple pillows. Yeah, yeah. pillows yeah. down, they start cuddling. Yeah. Can't you see Austin just kind of holding, uh. petting Craig's head while they walk? Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> I think that definitely. You know, Austin did admit, though, that he still has feelings from, I mean, he has feelings for Madison, yeah. so... Yeah. I think that's going to complicate things. I was yeah. going to say, is that what you heard? Because I didn't hear that. I heard it's embarrassing when you tell your friends how much you love someone or you're into them, and then they mm. do this to you. I feel like it's a pride thing. If he oh. was really into her, then I don't think the whole threesome thing would have happened. And I, I think he oh, is a pride thing. I think he's deep into wanting that that kind of like chaos in his life. And yeah, he's, he's deep he's, into three girls, you know? That's why he had that threesome. We all saw a video of that, so Bless we know it's heart. true. They're going to show that clip every <laughs> damn episode. Madison! Madison! Take it away. Madison! Yes. And he's just adjusting his, you know... I can't deal with that whole situation. Ooh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You are just taking yeah. it away, buddy. <laughs> Um, so, th- at the same time, there's a conversation, right, with uh, Chelsea and Shep. And Chelsea starts telling Shep, yeah, you know, I just don't understand why Austin is talking smack about me and my our relationship when we had one, yet Madison has a text message. It's like she has proof that this has actually happened. So, this is actually benefiting uh, Chelsea because who's the person who's still talking about her? Right. Yes. Yeah. Is this the first time we heard this too? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just yeah, I was yeah. like watching, thinking, did I hear this before? I just yeah. feel like Madison is a girl's girl. At the end of the day, like you know, I did say last episode that I felt like she was kind of dumb for like staying with him. But at the end of the day, maybe she's like sabotaging this whole thing on purpose and like getting back at him and living her best life. So I'm all for it. Hmm. I definitely think she's living her best life. Think mm. about it, though. She was on the fringe. We never saw her. She was Patricia's hairdresser. Right. She was always there, of course. You mm-hmm. know, she had to always have been there. But then now, all of a sudden, she's a part of the cast. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just friend of, you know, she's part of the cast. She's, and she's being talked about. Yeah. And so, 
Yeah. She's probably the smartest one on the show. Um, (laughs) Madison, sorry, Madison claims that um, Austin said that Chelsea lives a fake life on IG. (laughs) In addition to everything else. I mean, look, I think... Look, Instagram is smoke and mirror. So, y'all, if y'all are listening to this or watching this, and even looking at us on our, we're not putting our worst selves on Instagram. No, People no. don't do that. I, I, I beg to differ. I'm the only one posting me doing laundry on a Saturday <laughs> night on Instagram. But so you still had good lighting when you did it. You know, I'm gonna call you on that. You still were lit good, okay? But no, but I think that I just think that that is kind of a, a, a vapid response to to Chelsea, who is seems so authentic. On on this show when in actuality Chelsea I loved I think Chelsea brought it down and that she said she's never brought up an ex uh, to another and that's the thing like I would never bring another ex up to somebody I was dating out of pride if yeah. you're bringing that person up it probably means you still have feelings for them mm-hmm. that's why he's still talking about her yeah. because you know obviously she really hurt him where it hurt I mean think about what happened last season she talked about him being not really good having deep pockets you know and she's having to shelve out money for dinner and whatnot. so I mean it really hurt his ego if you think about yeah. it everybody's hearing this about mm-hmm. him and he's from the south like they're supposed to have southern hospitality the men there so I'm sure they gave him a lot of mm, on that you know mm-hmm. yeah and probably Madison I, I wonder the conversation between Madison and uh, Chelsea and how that would take place like that comparison you know how would he treat you or what would happen like that would be really interesting mm-hmm. um, to, to be kinda, a fly on the wall to be a fly on that wall it's true yeah. I love though too how she how she just broke it down talking about Shep's response to Madison how Chelsea just stopped that cold like Hey, you give what you get. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. She said, don't cheat on the person that you're with. That's rule number one that you're not supposed to do. Right. And Shep over here, oh, well, it's been four months. Yeah. It's only been, it's been four months. I was like, are you retarded or something? <laughs> like, come on. Don't be four dumb. Months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Use that word. I shouldn't say that word. Yeah. It's not sorry. you that word. That's not a good word. <laughs> you know, don't come for us in the dumbest show. She apologized already. What bad word to use? That's going to be part of our news a little bit. Yeah. Somebody said a word last week that got some people riled, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, well, yeah. on the contrary, Crystal does have some very important news to share. I have you. some very important news to share. Because we are the ESPN of TV talk, and we are here on YouTube, we would love it if you'd give us a thumbs up. Not only that, but we are on Spotify and on iTunes. If you can give us five stars, we wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. So I really do appreciate it when you comment and also share our links and I don't know just like I don't know repost on Instagram Twitter wherever it is that you can because we wouldn't be able to do this for you guys without your help so thank you so much for tuning in and also Matt wants to go ahead and let you know a little bit more about um, oh yeah we're going to do some shout outs so subscribe y'all y'all know I never know where to point Um, I want to get I got to look this up but we got we got some juicy tea um, regarding the whole Madison um, Gentry debacle and someone I want to thank our listener hold on it's going to come up it's going to come up it's going to but she talked she sent me Madison's Stories and it's Lex Louder Milk. So, Lex, Ooh. I don't know you really. It doesn't say I don't think on Instagram. So, but y'all follow Lex Louder it's Milk. It's low. Or Lex L E X L O W D E R M I L K. Follow her on Instagram, y'all, because she's got pie, as she told me, mm-hmm. piping hot tea. Yes. So, basically, Madison's story is uh, basically Madison was saying that her friend 
that's all basically she reached out not really uh, kind of asking on Madison's behalf and Madison didn't really know what was going on she said her client was scrolling through the pictures and Madison just said oh yeah he's cute and her her friend reached out which oh. I don't know if it's really true since mm-hmm. we have the receipts from Gentry we and Danny yeah. so but yeah. anyway thanks Lex for that yes. yes and we also have you know if you're tuning in on our iTunes we have um, a special t- shout out for Cake Lady 84 awesome show love the chats from all members love from Texas thank oh, you so much oh that's some queso for me girl yeah and we have Danielle Renee 210 say love this podcast and how everyone has a role and keeps the podcast moving along yes. Susan is a great addition Isn't to this already. Yes. <laughs> love Southern Charm and love their podcasts. I feel like we are fans in kind. Keep up the great work. So uh, we appreciate you. Are fans in kind, got, sugar. Yeah. You've gotten a lot of great comments. So yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. I am us. so appreciative. Do we have anybody thank in you. our live Oh, absolutely. Show? We have a couple newcomers, actually. We have Lily Sullivan and Trisha. They're both first-timers. Um, we also have Ashley Flowers, who made a funny comment. She said, um, she did not like how Kat was ganged up on. I didn't either. Um, and uh, she's obviously doing great, and they're hating on her. So I, I like your comments, Ashley. And, oh, um, Lily is blushing now. Oh, <laughs> they do blush. I, you I make us blush. blush. I, and I also have one more shout-out, and this is from Eliza. She's also somebody who rates me all the time on um, Instagram. She DMs me all kinds of good oh, stuff. Oh, Lizzie all the tea. underscore D, mm-hmm. y'all. L-I-Z-Z-Z-I underscore D. That's right. And she said last week, trying to stick up for Eliza, people in the comments are like, why are why were you so mean to Catherine then? And then she hasn't responded to that. The tea is hot. And this was based off of um, Cameron's post um, talking about Eliza and like everything that's going on with that. Cute. So yeah, she yeah, always yeah. chimes in and gives me the hot tea. We, we love, love it, y'all. Because we, we try to get it all, but it's too much. It's so too we much appreciate it. Yes. yes. We appreciate you all chiming in as always. Um, let's get into this topic of Cameron, right? And she's how she's struggling to be a mom. And we're seeing more every single week, we're seeing this more realistic side to motherhood and she's making it all so real and she's like I don't even care like she'll say things and then after she's like that pretty much probably sounded bad but I really don't care (laughs) what do we think about Cameron as a mom I think she should go and be try for baby number two I think so too Mm -hmm. I think she's like if if anything, I think that she'd feel less overwhelmed if she had one more because then they'd interact with each other, the, chil- the two children, and then that way she would kind of have, you know, could take a step back. Obviously, it's going to take a little time for them to grow to that age to do that. But I think she's a wonderful mother. She is super overprotective, but, I mean, isn't every mother, you know? I mean, she's just handling it the best way that she can based off of you know, who she is. And, and I'm okay with that. You know, she's, she's being raw and real. And I don't think a lot of women would be this raw and real about how they feel about who they are as a mother. So kudos to you, Cameron. Yeah. What do you think, Susie? I love how they're showing her struggle. Um, it's Mm -hmm. her struggle is real and she's enjoying motherhood. She says that at the same time, she's also showing how difficult it is to raise a little baby and to be a working mom. Mm -hmm. And, to have the anxiety and fear and all those things, as well as just dealing with, you know, what it's like day-to-day issues with raising a child. So I think she should write a book. Honestly, yeah. I think oh, she should write a very yes. real a very real mommy book. She said it here. Yeah. Right she said here, it here. Cameron, listen to this yeah. right now. 
That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Like, a good I, one. I, we'd read it for, for sure. sure. Not just because we're yeah. Southern Charm fans. <laughs> I, I have to read, say, you know? jumping off of that, we did have some comments last week on the video on our last video about how being a mother can be like. That. I'm sure you read those as well. I did. Yeah. And and a lot of women who chimed in on the comments said how much they related to that. So you know, that's for me. I'm like, wow, that's going somewhere. That that shows that you're not like some fake TV mom that can do it all. You know, like we're human at the yeah. end of the day. So. Right. I don't think she needs to have another kid, though, right now. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Y'all, Palmer's like see... a year and a half. Perfect time. Wait like another year. Y'all, what she needs is a freaking nanny. Just <laughs> got a nanny. That's all. She said, just get a nanny. And, there, and I say that because a lot of women, and I don't have children, but I have a lot of girlfriends who are kind of around Cameron's age who are like, because, y'all, I'm the oldest one on this panel. I'm 40. Oh, so my gosh. I, I, but, no, here in California, I have all my friends now that have, I have, like, five friends, and they all have children between the ages of six months and three month, three years old. Because that's when they're doing it. So, <laughs> I, not doing it, but, you know, doing not it. Doing having it. kids. But the whole thing is is that they do feel like they have to be the only person that cares for their child. Yeah. And I got to one of my friends, she doesn't quote unquote have like a, a job that pays money. Her job is being a mom. And she said, I just feel like I have to be there all the time. And I was like, girl, still have two days where you have mommy's day out yes. and you take the kid to daycare. Yeah. There ain't nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, and so I, right? Yeah, and I think that a lot of, and she's talked a lot about, especially this happens, maybe Susan, you can speak to this. I know just my friends. Happens in the South, it happens everywhere. Moms get shamed by other moms. Absolutely. And, and I appreciate even having a nanny. Like, yeah. I, I like what you said about daycare because there is still a stigma like, oh, she can't even raise her own kids. Yeah. You know, so mm. it's different here. Actually, it's different in most places. But in the South, people are judging you if you have a nanny. Yeah, they are. I think it is a bigger deal than it. So, yeah. do what you need to do and F the rest. I feel like <laughs> it's like that in Hispanic culture, though, too. Like, oh, really? You, yeah. I mean, at least I feel like that for my mom. My mom's like, I will. I would never let you. You know, let anybody raise your kids. Or you know, it's just a. His, I don't know. What do no, you feel? You don't I, feel no, that mine way? was different. My my mom came here by herself without any family. Oh, so for gosh. her, I was forever with nannies oh, growing up. So they pick me up from preschool, go with the nanny, and then my mom after work she would get off, and then. But because then my mom started her business. For some people to stay home with their children, yeah. It's a privilege. But then my mom started her business, and then she kept on taking me with her. So I grew up seeing her. Yeah, but she awesome. had a choice. I want her. your mom to write a book. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, my mom's been through the ringer. She's a survivor. But, but if yeah. she if she had the chance, she'd probably have her, you know her mother or some family oh, member. Oh, definitely. You know like my grandma me? was here, she yeah. would have probably totally had that <clears throat> side. Um, everybody is different, you know, yeah. and that's the great yeah. side that we get to see yeah. for Cameron because it's more we can all kind of like relate to it. I, I'm not a mom, but I see her and I'm just like, wow, it's, you know, she makes it very realistic. It does. Um, so, in terms of that, we also get to chat a little bit and see the relation, the family relationship between Eliza and a little bit of more backstory line into that. Now, Susie had an opinion, and she was like, oh, I have, like, a different view of her. And I'm like, what? Where is this coming from? Do you want to dig deeper and Absolutely. say, like, how you I feel like Eliza showed us her personality. I read an article, and maybe... You know, I'm a little bit soft on her right now, but I read an article where she felt like she was being wrongly portrayed on the oh, show. I saw that, yeah. And mm. she feels like everyone was like the world was attacking her, like down to the way she was dressed, to her extensions, everything. Like they wow. were attacking her. And so she wasn't used to that. Even with her little like cameos that she's had over the past season, she's been on the show, but not in the same way that she was on this year. And so mm. she's just getting used to all of the attention, and a lot mm. of the attention has been negative. 
So learning more about her backstory helps me to see this is who she is. This is what she's going through. And if she, you know, oversteps her boundaries every now and then or, you know, wants to be heard, Mm -hmm. she's enjoying life. Her second chance at life is almost like she was given a gift Mm -hmm. when she didn't get on the plane that they were supposed to be on that ended up crashing and everyone else perished. That was scary. Yeah. So she's given a gift of life. And sometimes if you just feel like you're you're in your second chance, you're in your second moment, you're like, you know what? I don't care about you guys. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to dance with my hands in the air. You know, I'm just going to have a good time. And I feel like that's who she is. I just, I don't think she's, sorry, I don't think she's like a bad person or anything. I just felt like... She is very naive, and and it bothered me that she couldn't understand or hear what everybody else was trying to well, say. She's and I, young. She's yeah. young, totally. Yeah. That can't young. be an excuse every time, though, either. You know what I mean? And I get her background and whatnot. I don't think she's a bad person. I think she's a little naive, and she needs to maybe rewatch this and and try to understand herself. But also, what I loved is that. Um, what I really loved was that when she talked about the plane situation, it was sort of like, it reminded me of like the butterfly effect. You know what I mean? Mm. And so maybe, you know, she's in this weird transition. Um, definitely, you know, if she feels like she's being attacked, you know, that's what happens when you get on reality yeah. TV. Um, I, I don't take back what I said before. I just, I, I hope that she grows from this sort of like everybody was attacking Catherine at one point. You know, maybe she'll grow from this and we'll, we'll learn to love her in our right. own ways. Right. What do you think about I, I I think you said it so well. I mean, I, I the, the thing. Look, I mean, I know what it's like to be. So my father did cheat on my mother, and I'm from a very small town, and so I remember people like calling my house and like telling us where my father was. He's with this person, Whoa, like juicy stuff, kind of like though where you're all in somebody's business, and mm-hmm. I, so I do relate to that. Like that that really tugged at my heartstrings because I remember what it was like to like be around my father after that, who I love very much, and I'm still very close to this day, and this was 25 years ago, so it's past now, so I'm fine. But, um, <laughs> but still, though, at the time, it, I was 17, it's really awkward. Oh, wow. You like you love your mom, you love his, your dad, yeah. they're going through this horrible breakup that everyone is talking to you about. You can't, I couldn't go any high school event or whatever, somebody pulls me aside, are you okay? And I'm like, God, just get out of my business. Awful. So I really, I think Eliza's going through a lot of that because you know because of her family, everybody's into that yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So it, this, like you said, Susan, I, after this, I was like, okay, she's young, she's privileged, she's naive, but I want to give her a pass because we all have a place we have to start from. My only right. complaint right now is when are we going to see a little bit more of her? Oh. oh, now you want to see more of her? Stay tuned for After Buzz News, and I'll let you know. Oh, I don't know why I'm doing my hands like that, but I am. But I do okay. want to see more of her, because she is now part of sort of like the cast. And, you know, like, why did they bring you her on? They brought girl. her in for a, for a reason. And I can't wait to hear that, too. Yeah. I just want to comment on her fishing outfit. Okay. I yeah. loved her fishing outfit. Oh, she had cute. her fatigues on, cute. her little slouchy sweater, and her boots. And I was like, oh, she's way too cute to be fishing. It was, it was not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. Um, so... <laughs> On top of everything, you know, after this whole situation, I was a little bit surprised that she wasn't invited into the girls' trip. Oh, but Catherine's going. And, oh, I asked her to have a question. about. I wasn't either because Catherine's gone, but I also wanted to ask, do you think this is going to make Eliza try harder to be friends with Catherine from this near-death experience? Did it happen in between this time, or did it happen before no, this whole dinner? I, I don't think so. Oh, you don't think so? I don't think so. No, I, don't, I think it's... Because that's why she didn't go, I think, because of Catherine. 
I mean, Catherine started the trip. Why would she invite Eliza? Right. Because Eliza's now like an official member of the show. But Catherine doesn't give a... Right. That's true. We saw that. Catherine does not care what people think. Not at all. I'm sure she, I can see you're talking to producers like, no. No. It's a hard no. Hard pass. Well, Catherine went MIA, right? Yeah, and Danny like, has some strong words to tell her, and it felt like everything kind of boiled up, and that's why Danny reacted the way that she did. Um, do girls we agree? Trip. Girls yes. trip. That's where we get start talking about <laughs> it. I think of that trip, um, uh, that movie from New Orleans with, uh, you know, that yeah. girls trip. Yeah. Danny states, I would never do that, and, and says that Catherine doesn't hold herself accountable. Susie, do we think Catherine holds herself accountable? Um, I don't think she knows how yet. She's asking for help. She said, if you guys have tips for me, give me some tips. Like, she's asking for help. She wants to be better. She's trying to be better. Um, she's in that self-improvement mode. Mm-hmm. She's just not there yet. Yeah. And I feel like, this. my opinion is, when someone is trying, you don't kick them. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? If they're oh, trying, and then if you're kicking them while they're trying, mm. then they'll say, Preach, forget girl. it. Why, why should I bother now? Yeah. Preach. Matt, what do you think about Joe? Do you think Joe is, uh, so far, how they're painting him out? You know, since you're a therapist as well on the sidelines. He's thinking. Do you think he's more like, um, I don't know, a Thomas 2.0? Or... <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I think, I think this is kind of, I think, what, um, you know, because they were having this dinner, and I'm like, okay, is somebody, I don't know, they are talking about Joe, and it was rubbing me the wrong way mm-hmm. that all of them have talked shit about Joe in their confessionals or to one another, yes. but yet they're sitting here just listening to Catherine talk about how great he is. Eating Preach. your food, and I'm, I'm so like, glad you brought that up. and I was getting a little bit like yeah. hypocrites, yes. like stop. And so I thank God that Danny started to talk about this. However, I think they were trying to be. I think they're all a little scared of Catherine because Catherine. They've seen Catherine go off, mm-hmm. and you know we saw on a trip what she yelled at with Whitney and stuff like that. And so I think they're tentative, and and they know that Catherine can be delicate, like her mental state can be yeah. delicate, and they don't want to quote unquote trigger that. But I. I felt like they were talking about Catherine's behavior, and they also were talking around, like, I wish Danny would have said, instead of talking about Catherine's behavior, just said, hey, I'm your friend, I care for you, is this Joe guy at Thomas 2.0? Because that's what it seems like Mm. and feels like, and I'm concerned that you're repeating a pattern. I think Mm. she would have taken that a lot better than... Catherine, you don't show up on time. You don't do this. So you think it was more like of an attack? Like they were. Att- I felt like that's how it, how it was being I, I, portrayed. I, I agree. I yeah, feel like it ahead. was an attack. And here's my opinion: if you're Danny, and we love Danny, if you're Danny, and that's your friend, you're supposed to do it when it's one on one, the two of you. When you not on the not on the girls' trip, or if you do it on a girls' trip, do, not at dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, you take them aside. You don't do it in that. Well, format. agree, but that's probably not good TV. No, yeah, no, it's, yeah. no. But it's not good TV. It's However, it, Catherine was absolutely being attacked. It and, felt like an and, intervention, and then it did. even at the point where Catherine was like, "Okay, I agree with you," 
she kept going. Yeah, I think they what, what does she want sorry. from her at that point? I'm sorry. sorry. No, no, me. sorry, you weren't finished. Yeah, so I mean, what does she want from her at that point? She mm-hmm. already agreed with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, they keep saying like, oh, well, she's not being held accountable. She's not being held accountable. She's not being held accountable. Well, you guys are letting her slide how many times? So what are you doing? You're enabling. So you can yeah, say, well, did, yeah. Cameron didn't call her out. No. Cameron talks about in the confessional mm-hmm. that she needs to put her big girl panties on, but she, Cameron's just sitting there. Yep. Just smiling. The, they're, they're the ones that are sort of responsible in this, and uh, uh, her behavior as well, because they've allowed it happen again and again and again, and babying her and babying her and babying her. Well, of course, now she thinks like she has a past because they keep doing that and they keep letting keep la- allowing things to slide not only that but i felt like she was trying to speak her piece and danny kept interrupting now we love danny i know she comes from a great place she's a good friend yeah. but at what point you know d- is she allowed to say how she feels and at what point is i don't know i didn't like how naomi asked her about her car situation like it's her money i totally 110 percent agree with that whole situation with yeah. how mm-hmm. uh, kat responded to that i'm just i'm not happy with that whole the way that whole thing went down it just it looked like it was just a whole different topics just blaring at Catherine, about the issue. and they weren't right. talking they weren't getting straight to the core about what the issue like was with joe, they brought yeah. up joe and they're like you've changed because of joe and it's like what does joe have to do with this and then they wouldn't say how he's like Thomas 2.0 and then Naomi's saying well it was foolish for you to buy that car it's like who right. are you to be managing it, somebody else's finances when nobody questions you yeah, about your right. finances exactly. and it's the build up yeah. you know it's like okay so they had an issue with Joe they had an uh, this is these are all separate issues they had an issue with Joe they had an issue with her not picking up the phone they had an issue and they were so like letting everything pass by right they were being they were just being passive aggressive about everything and then they they boiled over and mm-hmm. now they're going to dump everything on her all at once and i don't think that's fair i don't think that's what makes a true friend a true friend is saying look i feel this way this i'm hurt and this is why I'm hurt. And then let them talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, well, You're very I think over they there, were being true friends. And I will. I just think the intention was there. The execution yes. was not That's correct. What I mean. Yes, hundred percent. But I do have to give it to. I have to give it to Naomi and Danny, and that they said something. Yes, and I'm going to throw a little shade on Chelsea and Cameron because they both are thinking it and they're stinking in it. They're not saying a word about it. <laughs> and one more thing is that I think that we're wondering like, why is she paying for this car? That it's a different thing when you're in. A, it's not right, but it's a different thing when you're a woman in the South. And what Naomi, I think, was trying to bring up is you were trying to rebuild your life from being Thomas Ravenel's crazy, drugged up, drunk uh-huh. wife. Yeah. Their perception of what you are seen as in the community directly affects your station and how you live in Charleston. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she was trying to say with the car thing. Yeah. But she went at it totally wrong. A hundred percent. I agree. Final. Um Final thought, so just to cover, tea. yeah, just to cover, just to round up everything. Um, before this whole conversation took place, we also got to know a little bit about Whitney's sex life with Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the girls just went in and were like, "Does he make any noises? Like, did he, did he keep his clothes? Did on? he keep his clothes on? Well, he kept his glasses on. Like, a mental image came into my head Same. of Whitney. You Who know, had sex with her glasses on. <laughs> Do you do you feel like those questions were appropriate though? I mean, I know girls mm. talk. We you know we talk about everything, and you ask crazy questions <laughs> to your girlfriends. Yeah, but I I don't think that those questions were 
were prepared. Oh. I, mean, I was I feel like good when TV. it's good, when Y'all. it's good, you're like, let me tell you, and then you kind of spill it off. Girls you know? are way dirtier than men. Yeah, yeah. and even gay men, y'all. So I feel like that conversation was so tame. And what I've heard my oh, girlfriend yeah. say, I have blushed. I agree. Like I agree. our person in the chat, I have blushed. You yeah. <laughs> the thing is, Susie, you got so much class, girl. You know, that's what it is. We just you we too just, classy, Susie. Yeah, I, I can't imagine like saying, well, "Did he take all of his clothes off?" Like, really? <laughs> I've said so much worse. You know what, though? Last season, we actually had this conversation about, like, Whitney having sex and all that before we knew Patricia would watch her show. Um, And the comment I remember, Matt, that you made was, like, maybe he's just, like, a little lazy or maybe, I don't know. Like, we were just making, (laughs) us ourselves making that comment. So it's so funny that they bring it up again. And then she did say it was, like, a one-time. Psychic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're like, did she go multiple times? Nope, just once. Um, All right, you guys. So we're going to switch this off to Crystal for our special segment tonight. Yes, 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 you guys. We have our special segment, and you know what that means? It's not so charming moment. Yes. (laughs) I love that. That is Matt, by the way. That's him um, being recorded over that voiceover. Um, So in this segment, what we're going to do is what we do every week is we talk about a moment within the show that you thought was not so uh, charming. Why don't you take it away, Matt? Oh, good. I have one. My not not so charming is, I mean, you kind of hinted to this earlier, but my not so charming is when someone invites you on your trip and it's their idea for a trip, you don't talk to them about all the shady stuff they've been doing. So <laughs> the, they should totally True. talk to Catherine about all this, but not on a trip that she invited you. Hashtag not Southern. I got to give you a high five for that one. I agree with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Susie Q? Um, I'm just going to go with the simple Catherine vaping in her interview. <laughs> Can't take the trash out of the girl. (laughs) And she bent over and it was like, top, top, the Lord. Oh my God. That cat's outfit over here. Looney Tunes character Foghorn Lake. Foghorn Lake. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh my god. Um, My not so charming was definitely, I think, um, Austin and his whole conversation, what he thinks about Chelsea, that whole situation, how she's fake on Instagram and talks crap about her. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Okay. What about yours? Mine is when Naomi said, people take alcohol in their butt and it's called (laughs) butt chugging. You guys, I was like, Really? Your parents You've never are done that? Oh, <laughs> that was me in the video, girl. Oh, Lord. I'm totally joking. You cannot unseen that, people. Yeah. That was me. Um, all right, now we're going to uh, switch over to Susie for our other segment. Um, so we have been doing the top three, and this mm-hmm. episode, our top three, is going to be the top three reactions to Ooh. Muscadine wine. Muscadine wine. Okay, so I asked, because I had a friend who's Southern texted me in the show, but you're the only one on this panel, you've had Muscadine wine. I have had Muscadine wine. Um, you, they sell it as both Virginia wine and North Carolina wine, and of course South Carolina wine. Um, from the vineyards, the only grapes they grow there are these thick grapes that are like this big, called muscadine grapes. Uh-huh. The skin on it is really thick. The The inside of the grape is kind of slimy. Mm. Um, if you have the skin of the grape touch your lips, it itch. Ooh. Yeah. So, But they make wine out of it. And the wine tastes the same. It doesn't matter if they say, we're calling this one Pinot, we're calling this one Chardonnay, whatever they're, whatever they're making up a name for yeah. it. 
it's very, very, very sweet, sweeter than dessert wine. Oh. And that's coming from Oof. someone who likes a Chardonnay, who likes a, you know, Sauvignon Blanc. So it's super duper duper sweet. So it's not yeah. good. <laughs> It's like tradition. It's kind of like pimento cheese. It's tradition. You know, Um, you kind of eat it and you're like, oh, it's good. And you're like, is it really? Is it really? Let's share share Um, three. My one topic was go. Go ahead. Okay. So they, uh, Chelsea asking if they had anything else at a vineyard that sells Muscadine wine. She's asking if they had anything else. She's like, yeah, Pinot Noir. Uh, And then, of course, um, (laughs) Naomi making the face. And then, she made a stank mm, face. Like, she really mm. did. And then even when they gave Catherine um, the muscadine juice. Oh, yeah. Oh. She did the little bitter mouth yeah. taste. Yeah. Funny. So, well, right we have to say that, Chris, I was writing notes, but Chris was sitting across from Susan we were watching. And she said one of her top three was actually your reaction to Susan's yeah. muscadine wine. Because, y'all, Susan was just laughing and I'm laughing. Because I know exactly yeah. what it tastes like. And it's just remembering how sweet it is Oof. and if I they can't. don't do it exactly right it's yeah. horrific Ugh. Jesus, maybe right. we should try some alright, uh, All take right. it away Matt let's go with some After Buzz news and gossip <laughs> I like that <laughs> okay y'all so to talk about some Eliza tea that Ooh. we talked about earlier, this is a, a, some news from, I'm reading off my phone, I apologize because I want to say it right, y'all, um, from Decider.com. Um, so we're going to see a little bit more of Eliza's uh, boyfriend. His name is Don. Um Anyway, and so she talked about... So, apparently, there's a ski trip. He's going to be more in that. And um, he's going to also... He's apparently... He was... His name is Don Copadano. Copad... Yeah, I know. <laughs> his name is Don Copadano. Okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, I was just in Vegas, so I feel mobby. But anyway, he was a contestant on season four of The Bachelorette. Oh, wow. For Deanna Papa's season. Oh, he was yeah. a contestant there. So, he's Don from that. But um, Beliza told us out that when it comes to his appearance on the show. She said, quote, I called him my service animal on the show because they were all a lot nicer to me around him. Mm-hmm. Yes, apparently all the cast. He and Catherine loved each other. He loves her style. They just get each other. They just quick click. And then she says... Uh, he went to everything with me. The cast loved him because most of them already knew him. But he ended up cheating on me and we're no longer. Oh, oh, so. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, bye. So, do you have any other news? Uh, yes, he certainly is a service okay. dog then. So, uh, we had some comments last week. And, you know, I re- I usually rewatch this episode. Mm-hmm. And we had some comments last week about Cameron's comment about Matul. Really rubbed some people the wrong way. And some people thought it was a, a racist oh, comment yes. when she called him exotic. And it didn't hit me the first time through doing the show. But when I watched it again, I was like, it made me cringe. Yeah. And it was a little uncomfortable. However, Naomi responded to this. And she said... Um, uh, she thought it was inappropriate. She, to People Magazine, she said, not at all, and he didn't either. Since when is that an insult? Cameron loves Matul, and he loves her back. Let's not make a mountain out of a molehill. Yes. Um, one more, but it's still kind of like, mm, uh, from Entertainment Tonight. They talk about that um, Cameron reveals that her husband is finally going to be on the show. <gasps> yes! I say the best for I know. So, yes, she said, um, she said he's a super fan of shows. Um, he does love it. He loves Southern Charm. It's a big misconception that he doesn't. He just hasn't been wanting to be on TV, but that she has coaxed him to be on the show. And so we will be seeing him down the yeah, road. Hell this yeah, season. we cannot 
interesting. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Susie, for sharing that, and also Matt as well, and Crystal too. Um, that is it. We are it's out it. of time already. It went by super quickly. Um, before we say goodbye, Matt, do you want to let everybody know where everyone can find you? Sure, everybody. You can find me either on social media at the Matt Mar Two T's Two R's. You can also list. I'll post about it. If you want to go into more Southern Charm, my friend Jake and I have Sweet Tea, the unauthorized Southern Charm podcast, which is a lot bluer than the, I don't know if Susan can listen to it. I'm Crystal McLaughlin. You can find me on Crystal A23 with an I, not with a Y. And I cannot wait till next week's episode since, know. you know, Liza's probably going to show up. Go ahead, Susie. I am Susan Pinkney. You can reach me at SUZQ90210, Twitter and Instagram. Hey guys, I'm Maite Creo. You can find me everywhere at This Is Maite. That is at This Is M A Y T E. We love you guys tuning in. We thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.